Well, hello and welcome to the Unstoppably Creative Podcast, where I'm going to show you how to increase your confidence, build momentum, and create wildly successful results. I'm your host, Leslie Becker, and I'm here to help you have an unstoppably creative life. So let's get to it. Well, what's up, my friend? Leslie Becker here, your host of the Unstoppably Creative Podcast, and we are on episode number 42, and my gosh, it is fall. It is turned to fall here in Tennessee. It is absolutely beautiful. It got in the 30s last night, which meant my heater kicked on. The leaves are turning. I don't know wherever you're listening from. I hope you are um, experiencing that beautiful time of year of fall. It is just so beautiful. We had a big giant full moon last night. I hope you got to see that wherever you are listening in from. And it's just a beautiful time. There's something about the fall and just the the change of season um, that is just such a it's just such an awesome time. It's it's that moment where, you know, if you have children, they go back to school and you have a little more time on your hands and the weather changes, you want to curl up. And it's also that moment that you get to decide, wow, I've got three months left to this year and I'm going to do something awesome with it. So believe it or not, October is a time when a lot of people are really looking at where they are and they're seeing, hey, there's just three months left of the year. I want to really get there in a really great way. I want to dedicate the rest of this year to me and me getting to the goals I wanted or set for the beginning of the year. So I just want to encourage you that if that is you, if you really love fall and you love how it feels new and exciting, I want you to just think of a goal that you want to go after and really commit to for the rest of this year. Maybe it's something you set early on this year that you just never really committed to, and maybe this is the time to commit to it, or maybe this is the time to learn something new. This is also a beautiful time to just grow as a person. Maybe you've always wanted to learn how to do pottery or learn a language or learn how to start a business. This is the time to do it because you have, like I said, if you've got kids, they've, you know, they're, they're back in school, and so you probably have more time to yourself. Make this the month that you dedicate to yourself. And I'm going to give you three tips on how to do that now, how to actually start even before you fully start at 100%. Some three most important things that you need to do to make sure that your project or your business or your idea moves forward and maybe that you even make massive progress between now and the end of the year. Are you up for that? Awesome. Well, let us dive in. But before we do... I've got mail. So Suzanne from Glendale, California wrote this to me, and I think this is such an important question for everybody to hear because I have a feeling many of you listening to this podcast experience this. It says this, Dear Leslie, I love your podcast. It really inspires me. Thank you for that. appreciate it. Um, But my problem is that I am passionate about too many things. I am tired of starting one thing and getting really excited and exerting all my energy toward it. And then I get sidetracked on another thing I get excited about and it doesn't feel like I ever finish anything. How do I stop doing that? Suzanne, this is the billion dollar question and a lot of you listening are multi-passionate creatives. I myself am a multi-passionate creative. I know this challenge. I have lived through this challenge And I do have a couple of things that can really help you, Suzanne. And I hope those of you listening to this can also write these down. So the very first thing, Suzanne, I'm going to say to you is bravo. You are obviously a very creative person who has lots of wonderful ideas 
And I will never be the person to tell you that you shouldn't have all those ideas, track all those ideas, maybe implement some of those ideas. It's awesome and it is a thing. Do not look at it as a curse that you have tons of ideas. What I want you to focus on is two things. I want you to ask yourself, is there any one of these projects that I am super, like, it's the most passionate one? And a lot of times the first answer you're going to say is, no, I like them all. But here's the truth. There will be one of them, and it's probably the one that you want the most, that you have probably stopped and moved away from the easiest. I'm going to say that again. Often the thing that you want the most is the one you step away from the quickest. I know I said that two different ways, but basically the same concept. The things that we want most are also often the things that scare us the most. And it means that we get all excited about it and we know we really want that, but it's so scary we stop. That project you are passionate about, but it seems too overwhelming and too scary, but it's really, really, truly what you want is the one I want you to pursue. And I know you have one. I know if you are somebody who has lots of ideas, you have that one that you know is the one and you're just not continuing forward because you're scared. And what I want to say to that is the second thing is I want you to not think about looking at that and only finishing that and feeling like that's the only one I'm doing. I want you to just take two or three more steps toward that. Just two or three more steps toward that one that you're so excited but also scared and you don't know really what to do next. I want you to just break through that. I want you to take more baby steps. Okay, move it forward. Do the thing that you are excited about. Now, number two, this little trick that I'm going to share with you is because you are a person with tons of ideas and many of you on this listening to this episode are that as well. The trick that I use is because my brain is always moving in a hundred directions as well. What I do is when I am working on something that I'm super excited about and suddenly I get another idea, I don't just jump to that idea and ditch the other one. What I do is set a timer for 10 minutes and I give myself 10 minutes to write down everything I can about this new thing that's, that's jogging my memory and pulling me in this other direction. I'll give it only 10 minutes and write everything down in my idea journal and I get out as much as I can and then when that timer goes off, I go back to the other thing I was doing. This is an awesome trick. I know I've shared this on other um, podcast episodes and it's important for me to share it again because it works, it works, it works. So Suzanne, sweet Suzanne, You have awesome ideas. I want you to choose the one you're most passionate about and move forward just a few more baby steps so you can get over the part that makes you run away and get scared of it. And I want you to go forward and I want you to set a timer when you get something that draws you away, 10 minutes, let yourself go away for it for 10 minutes and then come back to the original idea. I hope that helped you, Suzanne, and I really appreciate you writing in. All right, this is actually a great question because today's topic is... What are the three most important things to do before you actually start a project or start your business or, uh, you know, start that creation, something that you're working on? I'm going to give you three tips and some of these actually really might surprise you and I hope that they do. So get out your pen and your paper and let's talk about this. So number one, I promise you, number one is going to surprise you on what I am going to say. The number one thing, 
the first thing that you need to do when you've thought of an idea for uh, you know, a, a title of a play you're writing or you've thought of um, the name of a business you want to start, I want you to go and reserve the web name. Boom. That's probably not something you often hear, but go and reserve the web name because having your branding is so, so important. And even if you're not starting your business in the next month or the next two months or even in the next year, but you know that you will and you are and you just want that web name, please go get that. And if at the very least go and reserve your name, just your name, your first and last name, because branding is really all about you, particularly if you are a creative and you are starting a business or starting projects. It's about you. So at the very least, go reserve that web name of the project or most importantly, your own personal web name. Even if you're not going to build a site right now, go get that done. And you can get them for so cheap. You can get them for eight bucks a year. You can get them for 15 bucks a year. You can probably get them for two bucks a year. Search around, see the best price, and also see if they are, um, how easy it is to forward it to, to your website when you build your website. Do a little bit of work. Don't just get the cheapest one. Make sure that you uh, have some tools there to help you actually uh, when you get to the place of building that website. But number one thing to do before you actually start a project or a business is reserve your web name. All right, number two. And this one has worked for me my entire life. And it is the way that I have, the way I originally created the Organized Actor is the way I created most of what I do, is number two is set yourself a date. Just set a date. Now, let me be clear, that date doesn't have to be the finish line of like when you, the doors of your business are opening. I want you to just set a date that seems a little bit scary, but will push you to keep moving forward. An example of this might be if you are creating, let's say you're a performer and you're creating a cabaret and you wanted or a solo concert or something like that. I want you to look at your calendar and I want you to look anywhere between the next, I would say three months is a great marker. Look out at the next three months and just pick a date. You don't have to have anything else except the date that you are going to do that concert or that cabaret. Because here's what that does. When you set a date, you are already putting in motion that you are doing that. You are committing to that. It is on your calendar that by whatever it is, November 10th, you're doing a concert. You might not know where you're doing that. You might not know what you're going to be doing in that concert, but you have a date and you can now work for it. You can look at that date and go, okay, if I'm going to have a concert on November 10th, I need to, by the week before that, I need to have this done. And the week before that, I need to have this done. And you can back yourself up into the goal right up to the date we are today when you're listening to this episode. So setting a date, I think, sets you free. Because if we're thinking about a project or an idea or whatever, and we don't have a date set, it's just going to forever be out there. And you're probably not going to do it. The moment you set a date... You are telling yourself, I'm committed to this, and you will be shocked at how you will start taking action. But until you set a date, you will just keep making up the excuses and wander away and procrastinate or even forget that you even had the idea at all. So my friend number two is set a date. All right, and then we've got good old number three. This is one of my favorites. This is the way that I know that what I am up to and the project that I'm working on 
is real. And that is when I get a notebook, like a three-wing binder or a journal or wherever you're going to document everything on paper. Not in digital form, but on paper. So number three is getting yourself a notebook. For me, that's a binder, a three-wing binder with lots of you know, little, um, the little tabs that give me different sections of whatever it is the project. Because here's what a notebook does for you. It, again, is one of those markers to say, hey, I'm making this legit. I'm going to have a notebook and I'm going to start, whether even if it's just journaling each day in that about the project, that you're just writing down ideas, you know, for 15 minutes a day, it's something to put it on paper. I promise you, putting it on paper is better than putting it on the computer. It has been proven scientifically and physiologically that when we type things in a keyboard or on a phone or on a tablet, it does not resonate in the body. It is resonating the tapping of letters. It is not resonating what we're actually saying. When you handwrite things, it is a physical thing that happens to your brain when you actually longhand write things in a journal on a piece of paper. So I want you to do that. I want you as number three to get yourself a notebook, a three ring binder, a journal, whatever it is that you want to do. And that is only for this project or this business that you're starting or this thing you're going to be writing, whatever it is, one notebook so that you have everything about it in that notebook. And then when you start writing things down and you get them in a place where it's not just, you know, kind of journaling and messing around in your head, then you can then go, okay, these things are great. Now I'm going to maybe make a Word document on the computer with this information and take action on it. But as you start out, it's just a way to keep everything all in one place. All right, that's what I've got for you this week. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week and that this wonderful fall weather just you know, wraps you up, feel like you want to be inside a blanket and maybe start a fire in your fireplace if you have one. Um, and just uh, sending you warm vibes for the rest of this year. Thanks to Suzanne again for writing in and asking me a question. And hey, if you have a question you want to ask, um, please send me an email at unstoppablycreative at gmail.com. And I would love to answer that. Maybe I'll answer it live here um, on the um, uh, on the podcast. Um, otherwise, I will just email you back. But I really prefer to answer them here so that everybody can learn from what your question is. And again, if you thought this episode was helpful, please send this on to a friend. The more that you share this podcast with people, the more we can grow and continue bringing you unstoppably creative tips. All right, you have a great rest of your week, and I will look forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.